My one-year-old hates podcasts. She would always much rather have music on. When I put it on, I can tell she's kind of just like, come on, man. Yeah, and I get it, you know. If you don't know what words mean, it's just a bunch of people going, just two Yodas mumbling it up. It's almost impossible to know what you're going to want 20 years from now. So when like people say, figure out what you want, chase it, chase your dreams, it takes a long-ass time to chase something. Decades sometimes. And you don't know by the time you're done chasing whether or not you even give a shit about that thing. So just avoid things you don't like. I think that's a better strategy. Like I do it, I do it all the time. I brush my teeth. Because I don't want to go to the dentist. Fucking hate the dentist. Doing this art thing because I don't want to work in an office. You know? I know the stuff I don't want. And I just avoid them. And then things sort of move in the right direction. It's a lot easier than trying to be a fortune teller. That's for sure. Are tall people better than short people? No. Are quick people better than slow people? No. Are smart people better than dumb people? No. They're not. They're just different. That's it. There's plenty of things that dumb people are better at than smart people are. But as a society, it's just accepted that intelligence is this fucking grace and gift I mean, it is. It's nice. It's nice to be smart, but people who aren't smart shouldn't be made to feel like complete fucking useless humans. They're good at stuff, too. And there's plenty of uses for us in society. I mean, who else is going to fly those crazy-ass squirrel suits through the mountains at a million miles per hour? Who else is going to chase their dreams for the off chance that they make it big and become famous? grinding through those days where they see no progress and just pain and embarrassment. Only one kind of person. The dum-dums. Rape is such a terrible thing. Horrible. The people that do this kind of stuff deserve the worst. And what's the worst thing that you could do to a rapist? I don't know. Probably rape them. Although there's a chance they'll enjoy it. I wouldn't be surprised if rapists enjoy being raped. But I mean, how do you even... How do you even get that job of the capital punisher? The rapist raper. Now listen to this. There's something indescribably beautiful about watching somebody in their creative flow. Whether it's a dancer moving to the music, whether it's musicians jamming out and creating music, or a lyricist freestyling, oh man, an artist painting. There's something to it, to that creative energy, to that flow when you're just in the zone, nothing else but that meditative state. That's, that's true beauty right there. Tapping into that is what I think God truly is. Not what's in those dusty books, not that guy in the sky, but this creative flow that we can get into as humans and it connects us as humans it doesn't push us apart everybody wants to create i don't care who you are one way or another you do and it's the best feeling when you you are given that ability to 
And anyone can do it, that's why I love it. With enough practice, love, and time, you got it. Normally I don't really mind being stupid, because it makes for interesting situations and creations, but sometimes my brain is just like, annoying. Like, every now and then I'm in a situation where I should feel bad about what's going on, and I don't. And, but I'm fine with it because it's hard enough being happy, you know? Then my brain goes, wait a second, you don't feel bad about this? Hold on, I got you, man. Here, have some guilt. And all of a sudden I feel bad because I didn't feel bad because of my stupid brain. The human mind and body are incredibly good at adapting to shit that's thrown at it. It's amazing. But it can backfire. Like, I work hard all week, do my thing, and then my mind and body are sort of adapted to that state. And then once the weekend comes around, I can't relax. I can't turn it off without a couple beers at least. Yeah, it sucks, Ben. Adaptation can be a bitch. And psychological disorders, dude. Those are just the way the mind adapts to fucked up situations. Environments, abusive environments, horrible environments. And once you adapt to that and try going back to normal society, it kind of sucks. You feel like a little bit of a weirdo. Yeah, I wish it wasn't that way, but it kind of is. We adapt to the cold. Heat sucks. After the heat, cold sucks. It's like the same thing that helps us survive. Also makes us kind of miserable. So I just finished listening to this lady talking about how the US government apparently has assassins all across the world in different countries just chilling waiting for the command to start murking fools. And at first I was like, girl, are you crazy? Talking about this shit on the air, you're about to get your own ass assassinated. But then after a while I was like, nah, she's fine. The government wants people to know this. It's just good PR. I mean, think about it. If you know I have assassins in your country, you're a lot less likely to fuck with me. There's a magic that happens when a lot of humans get together in one place and all focus or are there for one thing. There's an energy that's indescribable, but it's pretty fucking magical. Whether it's religious, a concert, a movie, a game night, a party, it doesn't matter. Collectively, it's like all the electricity in our bodies just like, you know, exponentially intensifies. It's weird, but it's amazing. And it's something that everyone across the entire world understands. You go anywhere, you go anywhere. There's something to the collective gathering that people just inherently understand and feel. Some people rebel against it and hate it, but those people are everywhere. Anything you get, there's always somebody that hates it, but the majority just get it. Any any human with a heart and a mind can feel the the magic of being at a concert and everyone just staring at the band and feeling that vibe. You know, being at a religious gathering and everyone either praying together or doing something together. There's a unity to it. There's 
There's a magic that you can't really explain, but you can definitely feel. And once you open yourself up to it, it's completely undeniable. Sometimes the amount of social isolation required to become insanely good at something or insanely successful can make us insane. I got a taste of it when I was Twitch streaming, alone in a room staring at a computer for 8 to 12 hours a day. Yeah, there's people in the chat that I'm talking with, but there's no one there. I think there's a physical energy to humans, the look in the eyes. All of that is just food for us, for our mind, for our soul. And when it's not there, we start to starve. That's why part of me feels bad for successful Twitch streamers and successful people who isolate themselves from humans. It's just not good. It's really not good. And you don't realize it until you're out of it. We adapt. Back to the adaptation thing. We adapt to that environment. We figure out a way to, to stay sane somehow, but... But it's impossible to know how bad it is unless you're not in it. And if you're stuck in it for financial reasons, well... I absolutely love this 23andMe thing and the data that it provides. You know, as long as insurance companies don't start fucking people for it, it's, it's an amazing thing. I love seeing like what I'm mixed with, what other people of my ethnicity are mixed with. But there's this voice in the back of my head always going... How hard is it to guess? I mean, if I knew somebody's name, their ethnicity, saw a picture of them, and had any other little thing, how hard it would it be <laughs> to just collect their money and just guess? What if 23andMe is just a bunch of really smart people who are good at kind of figuring out what you might be? And how stupid do I sound right now? Thank you so much for listening. That concludes season four of Apricot Jams. This episode was brought to you by Mitch Hedberg. Because I would never have gotten into comedy. I mean, I might have someday, but he was the first comedian that really, really made me laugh out loud. One of my buddies just had his CD and we sat in the car on the drive home and I was laughing the whole way. Thank you, Mitch. RIP. We miss you, bro. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. You can find my art on Instagram, Apricot Jams. Um, I'm gonna be putting more videos on YouTube soon. I Twitch stream League of Legends sometimes. And that is all. I'm so excited and happy that Season 4 is done. I can relax for a little bit and come back strong with Season 5. I can't even believe we've gone through 40 episodes of these. This is just nutso sauce. But it's flowing. It's working. And I'm, I'm gonna keep going as long as people keep listening. So, much love. Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys soon.